whether you're planning to franchise your business or buy a franchise, in this video, we're gonna discuss the advantages and disadvantages of franchising. Franchising is all about business expansion, growth, unit level economics, and creating opportunity. And we all know the success stories out there, whether it's McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or the large service-based companies that have created powerful franchise networks and even into healthcare. Franchising is a proven model. So what are the advantages and disadvantages and how should you evaluate them? Well, it's going to depend on who you are. Are you a franchisor or are you a franchisee? Franchisor is someone who wants to franchise their business. You have an existing business. You've been successful. You want to grow new locations and you're right now considering franchising your business. If you're a franchisee or franchise buyer, well, that means you're looking for an opportunity. You want to buy a franchise. You want to join an existing team, an existing brand, open up a location or service territory and hopefully benefit from their experience. So what are these advantages and disadvantages? We're gonna go through them from the perspective of both the franchisor and from the perspective of a franchisee. But no matter who you are, you should evaluate both sides of the equation. Franchisors or potential franchisors, you should understand what are the advantages to a franchise buyer and what's the potential disadvantages they're considering. And the same if you're a franchise buyer right? Understand the pathway of a franchisor, understand the advantages for them and maybe some of their disadvantages. So starting off the advantages of franchising your business. So this is for franchisors. You have a successful business. You want to franchise it. You want to grow your locations. You want to expand and you believe you have the right systems and you could support franchisees and you know, your business model works. What are the advantages to franchising for you? Well, the first advantage, the biggest advantage is it's an opportunity to grow your brand. The reason you're approaching franchising is you want to grow. You may have one location or a few locations. They're highly successful. Your brand works. Your unit level economics work. You generate good cash flow. So how do you open up new locations? Well, you could go about it the organic way, invest more of your own capital, open up a new location. Potentially, you could have a joint venture with someone else or you could franchise. And the advantage there is a franchisee signs on, they're going to open up a new location. Unlike a joint venture, you're not partners with them. It's franchisor, franchisee. So there's a good legal barrier there and you're going to provide them with the resources to grow. So advantage number one to franchising your business, growth, unit level expansion. The second advantage is capital. Now, going back to our example, if you're going to proceed with organic growth, you're investing your own capital. And at a certain point, you want to preserve your capital and stop extending it. So franchising provides a great opportunity there because you're going to achieve unit level expansion, but your franchisees, the franchise buyer is going to be supplying the capital, right? They're going to pay you an initial fee to join your franchise system. Most important, they're going to invest their capital to develop and open up their location. Third advantage, managerial talent. We all know how difficult it is to keep onboarding really good team members, really good managers. So franchising helps to solve that problem. And the third advantage to franchising is it supplies managerial talent. If you select the right franchisees and you qualify the right franchisees, 
not only should they have the right capital, they need the right mindset and they need the right ability to develop and operate a location. And if they do, well, you're now onboarding managerial talent. Your franchisees are that talent. They're going to be taking care of their locations, managing and operating them. And certainly they're going to have a great incentive, which is it's their own franchise business and their income depends on it. Fourth advantage, system scalability and supply chain. So as you increase your number of outlets, you increase your negotiating ability, you increase your ability to leverage supply chain, better pricing from suppliers, potentially rebates, and other programs and incentives that should benefit you as franchisor and also your franchisee. Fifth advantage of franchising, it's not something that most people would think of, it's legal protection. Now, franchising is regulated. There are federal franchise laws, state laws. It's a very regulated process. You have a franchise disclosure document. But the secret here is if you have the right legal team and you approach it the right way and you comply with the franchise laws, what served as a legal hurdle and obstacle becomes actually a shield. You actually have formality between you and your franchisee, a very fundamental and solid franchise agreement. And if you comply with the franchise laws, you're in a positive legal position. Compare alternatives. A joint venture, which is basically a partnership with other people, and, and that can involve its own litigation. So fifth advantage is legal protection. And the sixth is exit strategy. Now, this doesn't mean you want to sell your business or your franchise system, but every good business, every good franchise system should be built as if you're going to sell it five, six years from now. As a franchisor, you're onboarding franchisees. They're going to pay an initial franchise fee, which hopefully helps you recoup your initial training and your onboarding expenses. Longer term, though, your franchisees are paying ongoing royalties, which provides cash flow and revenue to your franchise system. So exit strategy, what am I referring to? Well, five years from now, as your system grows, as you add franchisees, as you open up new outlets, you're going to have different revenue streams. Your primary one is going to be the royalties your franchisees pay you, whether it's paid weekly or monthly, whether it's a percentage of sales or a fixed fee. So you're going to have those cash flows of royalties come in. You may have uh, revenue streams from supply chain and rebates. Um, and hopefully just overall increase sales and brand recognition. So five years from now, maybe you're sitting down with private equity. Maybe you're considering selling your system. Maybe you're just evaluating your metrics. But all of a sudden, you've gone from an organization that is your own locations to now a franchise system that is pulling in EBITDA cash flow, which is a function of your royalties and other revenue streams. So in many ways, when you franchise your business, you're leveraging your assets, you're growing your system, and you're creating a sellable asset or a more sellable asset uh, down the line, or at least one uh, that may enjoy a much higher valuation and valuation multiple. So advantages of franchising your business, number one, growth and unit level expansion, two is capital, three is managerial talent. Four, system scalability and supply chain. Five is legal protection. And six is exit strategy, valuation multiples. Disadvantages of franchising your business. Well, the first is it takes capital. You have to make an initial investment. You need to work with an experienced legal development team. 
to develop your franchise program, prepare your FDD, set up your corporate structures. It's a disadvantage, but any new business, any new investment going to re require some capital. So you do have some initial capital. Could you franchise, what are the costs to franchise your business? Well, we have detailed video on that, but it could go anywhere from at the initial stage, 25,000 to $100,000. So you have that initial capital investment. Second disadvantage, you're going to have ongoing capital investments. And there's companies out there, they may call you and say, hey, you should franchise your business and uh, you're going to make money right away. That's not the case. With franchising, you need to look at a one, two, three, five-year time horizon. In that first year, when you franchise your business, you're going to be investing capital to develop your FDD, to strategically position your franchise offering, to set up your franchise sales website, and develop an initial franchise sales marketing plan. Years one and two are uphill pulls. Maybe year one, we want to conserve capital, start off, focus on organic sales, meaning people that know your brand and want to open up locations and you start seasoning your brand, maybe turning on some PR um, and some digital marketing. Um, year two, you're focused on continuing to season your franchise offering, promote your brand, support the franchisees that have onboarded with you. So those first couple of years, you're investing capital, you're investing your time, your time commitment, um, and your own managerial efforts. So disadvantages. Number one, your initial capital investment. But if you're serious about succeeding in franchising, that's an investment. Two is ongoing capital investment. Like any new business, you're starting a new business here. You're now a franchisor. And your business is going to become in transition to selling franchises, supporting franchisees, building your network, and hopefully getting to a point where you've built out a powerful network, you have a number of outlets, satisfied franchisees, cash flow coming in from royalties and other revenue streams, and good valuation. The third disadvantage, time commitment, right? Like I said, you're starting a new business. Now, the good thing about franchising, it's scalable. It doesn't mean you go from zero to 100 miles an hour in year one, but you do need the right plan, the right mindset. Year one, you're going to be focused on that initial three-month period where we launch and issue your FDD, you become a franchisor, then you're going to invest some time maybe qualifying organic leads, learning franchising even more, joining our community and, and other networking, understanding what franchise brokers do. So there's that learning phase. And over time, you're going to transition from business owner to franchise system. And along the way, of course, you're going to build up your team and hopefully you scale up your franchise system in an organic and manageable way over the first one to five years. So we have capital as one and two. Third disadvantage is your time commitment. But again, those are all investments you need to make. Number four, this is a big one, but it makes sense. Control. You're losing some control over your brand. Now, good franchise agreements, good FDDs, good franchisors, have a very regimented system. The franchisee is going to be granted a territory that he or she can operate in. There are going to be requirements as to how they establish their locations, specifications that they need to meet. They're going to require your approval on all of these things. But once the outlet is open, you're going to have to monitor how the franchisee operates, provide them with support. Sometimes you're going to have non-compliant franchisees. Hopefully you limit that. But there's an element of control that you're giving up. You're not managing and operating your business on a day-to-day -day basis. Now franchisees are operating these locations. 
Number five, legal regulation. Disadvantage? Well, if you don't do it the right way, it's a disadvantage. If you take the right steps with the right franchise counsel, franchise regulation can actually become an asset as opposed to a liability. So disadvantages, investment of capital, uh, both at the initial stage and ongoing as you get involved in franchise sales and development. Number three, time commitment. Number four, control. Number five, legal regulation. So those are advantages and disadvantages to franchising your business. And I think you could see they sort of work off of each other. What is an advantage also has uh, an element of disadvantage. For example, you grow and franchisees bring their own managerial talent and they operate their locations. And on the other hand, you're going to lose a little control. Now, advantages and disadvantages of buying a franchise. So you want to buy a franchise. You want to change your livelihood. Maybe you're leaving corporate America. You're looking to change your life or have more control. You want to buy a franchise. What are the advantages and disadvantages? Well, the advantages, number one, is hopefully, and these advantages all assume that you're selecting the right franchisor, that you're selecting. It doesn't mean a long-established franchisor. It doesn't mean the biggest franchisor. But what it means is it's a franchisor that's in an industry that's facing positive economic trends, that has a good management team that you align with, and that you share common values with, that offers what you believe to be a good opportunity. And so all of these advantages assume you're selecting the right franchisor. Advantage one, it's a developed brand. You're not starting from scratch. Uh, you're going to sign an agreement with an experienced team, hopefully. Uh, they have a well-established brand. They have well-established systems. And they're going to help you develop, open, promote, and operate your location. Now, don't overestimate uh, franchisor support. Once you open your doors as a franchisee, it's not like you just sit back and say, um, well, the franchisor is going to make me successful. No, you are operating a business. It's up to you to be very proactive, to work hard, follow systems, and really hone in on your business. So advantage number one, you're getting a developed brand. And more important, hopefully systems, training, and support. Advantage number two to buying a franchise. Well, during the purchasing process, you could check the franchisor's track record. And you could validate, as best you can, whether or not other franchisees are satisfied. So compared to opening up your own location, a franchisor should have a track record. And you could validate it. Reviewing their FDD, reviewing item 19, to see what their financial performance representations say, checking whether or not their financial records or uh, performance representations provide insight and data, contacting existing franchisees, and ask them about their satisfaction with the franchisor. So advantage number one, develop brand. Two, you're buying a business that hopefully you can validate with existing franchisees and with unit level economics that hopefully the franchisor is legally sharing in item 19 of its FDD. Advantage number three, expertise system support. You want a team that's going to help you, right? If you're entering a new industry, if you're entering a regulated industry, if you're entering a competitive industry, you should be choosing a franchisor that's experienced in the industry and has systems and support mechanisms to make you successful. They should be helping you avoid mistakes 
and achieve economic performance that is superior to your competition, which gets to advantage number four. Again, if it's a good franchisor, economies of scale. A good franchisor, you should be benefiting from a better supply chain, better technology, better products and services, more innovation led by the franchisor team, good marketing systems, and hopefully much higher sales than your competition. So the advantages of buying a franchise, to develop brand, you can evaluate their track record and hopefully unit level economics, the expertise and system support they should be providing you, and the economies of scale that you should be benefiting from. Now, the disadvantages of buying a franchise, well, they all come to, again, whether or not you're working with the right franchise or team if you made the right selection. But one that is common, no matter whether you're successful or not, good franchise or not, number one is lack of control. As a franchisee, you are going to have limited control over the products you serve, the services you provide, the supply chain you use, hours of operation, day-to-day -day activities, where you can promote and market your business, how you promote and market your business. So there's a lack of control. You're not an independent business owner. You do have a hierarchy with the franchisor and their management team. You do have their operations manual that you'll need to comply with about system procedures and operations, training that they require, system standards that they're going to monitor and should be monitoring, and the supply chain. You need to use the franchisor supply chain. So even though you can maybe buy products or services from another vendor or another source, you're not going to be able to do that. You have to work through the franchisor supply chain. And there's good reasons for that. And if you're working with the right franchisor, there's probably benefits. So first disadvantage is lack of control. Continuing, number two, disadvantage, initial cost. This is a plus and minus. You're going to spend more opening up a franchise location. Number one, you're going to have an initial franchise fee that you're going to pay to the franchisor. That initial franchise fee is used by franchisors to recoup their training cost and awarding you the right to use their brand. So if you select the right franchisor, there should be value in that initial cost, that initial franchise fee. Other initial costs that'll be higher and possibly a disadvantage is the franchisor is going to be much more, should be much more formal as to how you set up your franchise location. If it's a brick and mortar location, what your signs, trade dress, build out look like. So it's going to be more expensive. Now, it could be more expensive because the franchisor is more precise as to brand image. And, you know, maybe they're doing a better job than you would do independently. And so that requires more expense. It could also be more expensive because if you're working with their vendors, costs may be a little higher. So number two is initial costs could be higher. Number three, supply chain costs could be higher. You know, there's examples. I think if you go way back to, say, Quiznos, which was a sandwich brand, franchisees complained about the price of bacon, and they, they could go to another vendor to buy bacon cheaper. Just because supply cost is higher in the franchise network doesn't necessarily mean it's a disadvantage, but could be a warning sign. Now, reasons why the franchisor may be higher quality standards uh, there may be better pricing on other products and the franchisor supply chain overall is more effective. Sometimes franchisors, uh, many times they receive rebates from their suppliers based on franchisee purchases. It's a balancing act. So, but supply chain costs could be a disadvantage. Fourth is you're dependent on the franchisor 
and their management team. They need to be individuals that you align with and individuals in an organization that you share common values and the same game plan for the future. They need to have a vision for the future and their leadership is going to affect the ultimate success of your franchise. So disadvantages of buying a franchise, lack of control, initial cost, supply chain cost, and you're dependent on another management team, which is the franchisor. So how do we balance all of these advantages and disadvantages? Well, first is to understand what is an advantage, probably is also a disadvantage. So we also know that franchising works and it's very successful. So the two biggest inputs in evaluating whether or not franchising your business will be successful or buying a franchise is going to come down to the parties involved, the franchisor, franchisee. As a franchisor, you need to organically and systematically launch your franchise system, grow it in a way where you can support your franchisees, ensure that they're very happy, that they validate, that their unit level economics are good. And in turn, that'll mean you're giving them the right supply chain and the right advantages. What does that do for you as a franchisor? Well, it makes your franchisees successful. It makes them happy. And it's going to help you sell more franchises because they will validate and they will have good unit level economics that we could report in your franchise disclosure document in item 19. As a franchisee, number one, if you select the right franchisor and the qualities I just mentioned, you're going to be aligning yourself with the right team. And there's extremely experienced proficient, hardworking, and caring franchisors out there. But sometimes franchisees drop the ball. You also need the right mindset. You also need to understand as a franchisee that while you're buying into a system, success, you're accountable for success also. So you need to follow their programs, maintain quality control, be actively involved in the marketing, and invest the right capital in the marketing and promotion of your franchise business. On both ends, consider franchisors every month or many franchisors will produce a system report and there'll be franchisees performing at the highest level in the top quarter and franchisees performing in the bottom quarter. As a franchisor, it's your goal to help move everyone up and provide them with the right support. And as a franchisee, it's your goal to be the best performing franchisee. Those are the advantages and disadvantages of franchise.